Welcome back to lesson seven on perseverance and failure in your drive module. This is such a powerful lesson because you're absolutely going to fail along the way. On the path of these big dreams, we're preparing to take massive action with our productivity, but we need to know that we're going to fail along the way. And you know that conceptually, but just like Rocky said, it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. The only difference between people who succeed and those that fail is people's uh, perception and response to failure. That's literally it. And so I want to challenge you right now and ask you, if you look back at past failures, how have you perceived them? What has been the meaning that you associate to them? Life is happening to me or life is happening for me? Because the only difference between people who thrive and people who truly fail is their perception and response to failure. So in life, let's elevate this a little bit higher than failure. In life, it's not a matter of if you're going to have problems. It's how you deal with those problems. Because if you, problems are just the gifts that we grow from. Problems are a sign of life. We need to stop complaining. One of the greatest challenges that I see on a regular basis is that people think they shouldn't have challenges. And if you think you shouldn't have challenges, then you are in for a rough ride. Because then think about what happens when a challenge shows up. When a challenge shows up, you're like, this shouldn't happen. Life is happening to me. This is the cause of how I feel. We're in the reactive mode to life. We're dependent on our circumstances changing. And if you think problems shouldn't exist, then you walk around consistently frustrated, consistently upset. But we need to realize that the only problem, only people that don't have problems are dead. That's it. Everyone on earth has problems. And if you don't have problems, start praying for some because it's a sign of life. Problems are a sign of growth. It's a sign of vitality. It's a sign that you're moving forward. So let's reframe problems just like we did in lesson five of the last uh, module. Problems are the gifts that we grow from. What would happen if you viewed problems and failures as gifts? What would shift in your life if just that changed? If you viewed problems and failures as gifts. See, when you go to the gym, you lift weights, right? And you push or pull against massive resistance to sculpt your muscles. Well, problems are just the resistance that you push against to sculpt your character. That's all a problem is. And so a character is developed by how well someone handles problems. If you have uncertainty and problems that show up in your life and you don't handle them well, your character doesn't grow. But when you handle them, seeing them as gifts, seeing them as growth, learning the lesson from them, and I'll give you some questions to help you with this in a little bit, then you, your character develops more. And when your character develops more, you can take on more. When you take on more, you can give more. When you give more, you can earn more. Your whole life grows by how well you respond to problems. So. How long, going back to this idea of failure, most people think they shouldn't fail. Like failure is a bad thing. And they tiptoe around success trying to avoid failure. Well, if you tiptoe around success trying to avoid failure, what ends up happening? You never really play full out. People never really experience the real you. And if people really ne never really experience the real you, then will they ever buy from you? Will they ever join you? Will they ever listen to you if they don't experience the real you? No, they won't. And so if we are tiptoeing around, we're playing life not to lose instead of playing life to win. Now, I want you to imagine your favorite football team. 
Imagine, and I'm talking about American football. Imagine that your favorite American football team was on offense, but on offense, they just played their defensive players. Would the team win the game? By playing a, a group of people who don't specialize in offense. No, they would lose every game, right? Because they've mastered offense, but they're putting in defensive players who have spent their lives mastering defense. So if you spend your business, your career playing defense, you never go on offense. And when you never go on offense, you never win the game. So we need to go on offense. We need to be willing to fail. Instead of trying to avoid failure, be the exception and be the one that loves failure. Be the one that sees failure as the gift that you grow from, seeing failure as data. If, if you play against a computer in chess, and let's say that you go and you hit a computer's, you knock out a computer's pawn, does a computer go, I'm such a failure? Oh my gosh, I'm losing. No, the computer collects data. They say, okay, well that placement didn't work. Let's try this one. And they collect data based on their failures so that they become so incredible at chess that it becomes very challenging to beat them. That's how failure works with human beings. Failure is the way to thrive. And this is one of the greatest personal development cliches of all time, but it's one of the least listened to cliches of all time. I want you to take a look and if, if you're A, trying to avoid failure in the pursuit of your dreams, or B, if you failed, if you're creating stories about those failures, what if you reframe them to gifts, to data points, to helpful ways that you're going to move your life forward? What would change in your life? Let me ask you a question. How long would you give your average baby to learn how to walk? How long? Would you give them, you know, one chance to tell them they're meant to crawl for the rest of their lives? No. When the baby falls down, what do you do? You say, amazing job. Keep going, keep going, keep going. They place their leg one way and they wobble and they fall over. They cry, whatever it is, but they get back up and they do it again. They eventually learn how to walk. No wonder most people in the world walk. If you've raised a kid, you know what that's like. It's a beautiful experience. You encourage failure, right? But think about what we're trained to do. Right around the age of 12, something changes in our lives. We're told, once we get to about the age of 12, to sit down, shut up, get an A plus, and never fail, to be perfect. And so then we're conditioned, forming beliefs, over the course of time, that failure is wrong. And so we are groomed to never make mistakes. If you think about how it works in the corporate world, this is a, fascinating to me. If you think about how performance reviews are with a traditional role, what do performance reviews focus on? What the employee needs to improve. And so all of their performance review is, excuse me, based on things that they're failing at, saying that they shouldn't be failing at them. Say, no, 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 you should not fail. They're making it wrong to fail. So you don't get promoted if you fail. And so now we have our success based on not failing. And so, we need to go back to how we taught our kids how to walk, watching them learn, encouraging their failures, teaching them to fail forward and that it's a gift. 
That's what we need to go back to. So I want to introduce you to a concept called failing backwards versus failing forwards. This is how to know if you're truly taking failure to mean it's a hit against your character or if you're truly failing forwards. Because oftentimes on our personal growth journey, it becomes very easy to lie to ourselves about how we see failure because we're trying to protect our ego, or I should say our ego is trying to protect us. And so this is just a little key that you can find in your workbook and it's going to help you navigate which one is true for you. I'm going to go through 12 examples and I want you to circle the one that fits the best for you on each of them. There'll be two options for every, uh, every number. Circle the one that's most right for you and we'll see if you tend to fail backwards more or fail forwards more. Failing backwards is essentially I see failure happening and I try to back away from it. I view it as part of who I am. It's part of my identity. Failing forwards is, you know what? This is a data point. It's helping me to grow. Okay. So number one, if you're failing backwards, you tend to see failure as a hit on your character. Anytime you uh, fail, it's something that's wrong with you. If you're failing forwards, you see failure as a data point, something that's going to help you move forward in the future. Like, oh, this didn't work. What can I learn from that? Go ahead and circle the one that's right for you. Number two, if you're failing backwards, you tend to avoid failure at all costs. You try to tiptoe around it, make sure it doesn't happen. You try to be perfect. And if you're failing forward, you seek failure. You seek out opportunities to fail. And you know that when you do that, you're going to get a year's worth of experience in a month. It's a beautiful place to be. You seek failure. Number three, if you're failing backwards, you live in the land of perfection, trying to crave certainty, playing defense in life, playing life not to lose instead of playing to win. If you're failing forwards, you have a mindset of growth. I'm going to seek out opportunities to grow in every way that I possibly can. Circle is best for you. Number four, if you're failing backwards, you are focused on safety and certainty and you're limited by past mistakes and you avoid risks. If you're failing forwards, you're pro-risk. Your pro-calculated risk. You take risk because you know that risk is how you move forward. In fact, in life, not taking risk is the riskiest thing you can do. Everything in life is risky, by the way. If you want to avoid risk, don't drive a car, don't get on a plane, don't walk in the street, don't stay at home because that's where most accidents on earth happen. So think about it like this. If you're succeeding in everything that you do, it's a sign that you're not playing big enough. You're not taking enough risks and it's a sign that you need to take more risks. So go ahead and circle. Do you avoid risk or do you take calculated risks? Number five, if you're failing backwards, you live in the land of blame. My life is not my fault the way that it turned out. It's not fair that I am here. That's where someone that is failing backwards would live. If you're focused on failing forward, you're focused on responsibility. How can I take 100% responsibility for my life? If you're living in blame, you're allowing your personal history to hold you hostage. If you're living in responsibility, you're using your personal history as fuel to create the future. Okay? Circle the ones right for you. Number six, if you're failing backwards, you keep repeating the same mistakes because instead of learning the lesson of the failure, you take it to mean something against you. And if you're failing forward, you grow from each mistake so you don't make the same mistake twice. Circle the ones right for you. Number seven, if you're failing backwards, you expect not to fail. Almost like I shouldn't fail at anything. And you go through life kind of expecting that things are always going to go in alignment with your expectations. Then you're disappointed when they aren't. If you're failing forwards, you know that failure is the only way to thrive. And so you're expecting to fail as much as you possibly can. Okay? Number nine. If you are number eight, I do my math right. <laughs> Next one. If you're failing backwards, you are relying on knowledge, meaning like things like I know I need to. 
you'll have a cognitive level under, of understanding of something, but you don't really take a lot of action. So you state the knowledge that you have to make you feel better so that you don't have to take action on something. So you're relying on knowledge. If you're feeling forward, you're relying on action. You're taking action. You know that action is how you're actually going to gain the education. Because remember, inspiration without action is the beginning of delusion. Okay? Next up. I believe this is number 10, but I might be off. <laughs> Maybe it's number 9. If you're failing backwards, you're always actually expecting that you'll fail at the same time that you're expecting not to fail. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is it's almost like you come up with a sob story in your mind. Oh, it's not going to work out. It's not going to happen for me. It never happens for me. You're expecting life to look like a failure. If you're failing forward, you know that you're destined to succeed. You know you're destined for greatness. And so you're going to keep going no matter what because you know that success is your birthright. Next up, if you're failing backwards, you're accepting conformity. Now, what I mean by that is you believe this is just how it is for me. This is how it's always been done. This is the way that life has always been. This is the way that most people do things. You go with the flow. If you're failing forwards, you're challenging the norms. You're doing things that most people would never even consider. You're challenging the norms on a regular basis. Next, if you're failing backwards, anytime you fail, you take it to mean I am a failure. That's what you take it to mean. If you're failing forward, you look at it from the perspective of, I tried something that didn't work. Remember, you cannot be a failure unless you give yourself that title. It's on you. It's a story you're telling yourself. You cannot be a failure unless you give yourself that title. Okay? Next up, if you're failing backwards, you are consistently quitting and consistently inconsistent. It's start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, so you never gain momentum. If you're failing forwards, you are persevering. You are doing whatever it takes because you know in your heart, if I stick with this, if I never give up, and I'm one of the few that goes after it with everything that I can, I'm going to win. Serve the one that's right for you. And finally, if you're failing backwards, you judge yourself. You, when you get out of alignment, you beat yourself up and you end up further out of alignment. You judge everything about yourself. And then if you're failing forwards, you're reflecting on what you've learned. You're reflecting on the data. After every launch that we do of our programs, we gather the data, we look at it in a launch debrief, and we reflect and see what worked, what didn't work. We don't judge the data. We just use it to inform. And so I want you to circle the ones that are true for you. And how many, what percentage I say, were failing backwards versus failing forwards? How many failing backwards? How many failing forwards? Go ahead and tell the group. And what did that teach you? If you take a look at that, and let's say that you have eight of these failing backwards, you might have a general understanding of why things aren't going the way that you want when you take a lot of action. We want to shift that. So think of it like this. Darren Hardy has this idea of what's called a success pendulum. And it's if one side of the pendulum is success and money and notoriety and all the things that you want, and the other side of the pendulum is failure and defeat and all the things that you have to go through, and you're hanging in the middle. What most people do because they're trying to avoid failure is they barely allow themselves to try something and fail. So when the pendulum swings back, it barely has any success. But if you allow yourself to fail big, fail often, it swings back with momentum and you get that success. So the amount that you are willing to fail is the amount that you are willing to succeed. 
So if you're just willing to fail a little bit, you only get a little bit of success. But if you're willing to fail a lot, you get a ton of success. So it's not if I slip, I'll fall. It's if I ever slip, I'll fall into a better situation. Does that make sense? Failure is the only way to succeed. And the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because perseverance and hunger is one of the key qualities of successful people. If you want to rewire your mind for success, you need to do what successful people do. And successful people persevere through the failures because you will fail. It is a guarantee you will fail. And so if you're not willing to accept that, we can either stop dreaming and start settling or we can choose to rewire our mind and realize this has nothing to do with us. It's teaching us something. It's helping us grow. It's a lesson. It's a gift. All problems are gifts, remember. So helpful questions with this. When you're feeling this way, instead of why does this keep happening to me, try shifting that to how could this be happening for me? And so take a look at a recent failure and ask yourself, how could this be happening for me? What could it be teaching me? Instead of why is this so hard, ask yourself, why is this such a gift? Why is this a beautiful blessing in my life? And you will notice from those answers, you will likely find the lesson that will help you move forward to the next stage in life. So I hope this served you tremendously today. It is a cliche in personal development that failure is a good thing, but we needed to talk about it because most people just say it as a cliche, but don't truly live it. This is how you identify how to truly live it. You shift your questions about failure from why is this happening to me to what can I learn? How can I grow? Does that make sense? Failure is a gift. Make sure you do the workbook with this. Share your takeaways in the private community. Ask me questions in office hours. And always remember, you're just one insight away from a radically different life. In the next lesson, we're going to start going into actual productivity topics. It's called Productivity Basics. How do we actually become productive human beings on this path to success? And for the rest of this module, it's all about tangible, tactical strategy in terms of productivity. So I'm so excited to see you there. I'll see you in the next lesson.